All right, Kiss Army. Welcome to the Kiss FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. I don't think it's into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a Kiss-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 122 of the Kiss FAQ Podcast. I'm your host today, admin on the FAQ message board, Julian Gill. I am joined by Marcus Almighty. Mark, get back here. Okay, we were joined by Marcus Almighty, and he's back. Sorry. Nice. I think at the door. Uh, Lonnie, St. Louis Kiss, and 69th Blizzard, Ken. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, now we sold yeah. two. <laughs> right. We sold two shirts. I, I was telling All someone right. last night. Uh, you know, I, I was having to relive that uh, relive that Odyssey T-shirt story, and I, I was gonna say that I hadn't really shown it or done anything until I'd gotten to wash it once to see if it would survive before promoting it a little bit more. And mine survived the first wash, so there is there is hope. I was actually wearing Watch mine. inside out. Last episode with Lonnie, I was actually wearing mine, but I didn't like you, come up in the. You were, you were wearing. It. Might have just seen a little bit of it, but uh, I did see the top of it. There we go. Okay, so let's uh, get some stuff out of the way first. Let me thank you. This is a uh, effort I am trying to coordinate on the FAQ message board. Head over there to general admission, and you don't have to be a member to read it. Um, let me thank you. Peter Chris is of course playing his final live performance ever. That's what he says now, as obviously Kiss said they were saying farewell in 2000, so who knows what the future may bring. But this is supposed to be his last ever performance in uh, June. He wants to go out his way. And uh, what I want to do is coordinate an effort by fans, handwritten notes to the Catman. Um, I've got an email address in there for you to scan your handwritten notes, and I will have these uh, digitized and have them bound into a book to get to him. may not be able to give it to him myself, may have to send it to um, his uh, address. And, you know, it's not about that. There's going to be no commercials in it, no ads, no freaking mention of any websites or personalities. It is strictly handwritten notes. And one came in the post today. I'm surprised how poorly this is doing so far. But just something that looks like that. Open up your copy of Alive, look at the handwritten notes that were put in there, something like that. If mm. the, Peter Chris, the cat man, has inspired you, means something to you, um, you want to say something positive as a thank you to Peter for his career and the music that is a soundtrack to our lives, then let me thank you. I will thank you as well for submitting these. We only have a short amount of time in order to get this ready for the June, mid-June date, so... Do not delay. Do not facilitate. Do not procrastinate. Write something from your heart to Peter. And if you've got nothing good to say, don't do it. Because I will not put in any messages that bag on any other member of the band or anything. This is only about Peter Chris. Only about him. It's not about Carbon Kitties. It's not about Robert Hall of Fame. It's not about Gina Paul. Peter Chris. So I would love for as many fans, we got to get a stack so we can actually make it into a nice book to give to Peter so that he's got something from the fans. We all, all talk about him. So please check out that thread on the FAQ and on Facebook and send me something. You can fax it. You can email it. Um, you can snail mail it to me and uh, we'll get it put together. And only people who uh, contribute will be offered the chance to buy a copy of the book for themselves it will not be distributed again zero profit being generated you'll buy it at cost you'll pay your postage boom that's it all right so mark you had some fun this week didn't you you've got to do something that as album collectors all of us are into vinyl and collecting and you actually got to see a side of that that not many people get to see so uh, tell us about that with your it's a, with your own album but uh give us the inside yeah so uh as you all know, I had an album come out not long ago called uh, Ordinary Day. And um, I decided that since the reaction was so good that I was going to get it pressed onto vinyl now. So I was fortunate enough because I've been told even by the people who do this process that they don't usually let people go in to these sessions because there's a little bit of, you know, attention to detail needed and they don't want people going oh by the way what do, and what does this knob do and what does and you know next thing you know they're like shut up and get out you know what i mean because you know they have to focus on what they're doing right so i went in to lacquer channel and there is the picture i saw i put up some of these on my facebook but there's a picture of the cutting machine the lace 
that they used for it. And uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting process. Basically, I had to give him my files, right? Because I didn't put the finished stuff on reel-to-reel because I don't have a two-track quarter-inch machine. So I gave him um, on a CD my 24-bit, 94-kilohertz files. He brought it in, put it on his system. And, of course, when you master for vinyl, you have to do it differently than CD. CD can take a lot more frequencies, can tolerate it a lot better. If you try to put some of those high-end frequencies through that late needle, you'll see smoke coming up and people running for fire extinguishers. So you don't want to do something <laughs> like that, right? And uh, there's another picture of his actual workstation. So you can see that there's analog gear there in amongst the digital, right? Like he has analog equalizers and stuff like that. To, uh, does, he, does he use Pro Tools or anything like that? Yeah, he, used, he has Pro Tools. The songs are actually like put in on the Pro Tools. And he does little changes within the EQ on the analog stuff that he has there on the board. And then he also does maybe like some uh, shelving EQing, but he does have some of the Pro Tools stuff too. It's a mix of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, in a perfect world, sure, we would have all analog gear and all, you know, it wouldn't touch anything digital, but that's not how it happens. And by the time it was ready, he did a test run of it. He found like a kind of a, you know, a slightly defective version of a lacquer, put it on, and he did like little 30-second drops of the songs. So we listened to it, played it back on his stereo there. I think I even have a picture of his yeah his fantastic referencing turntable there mm. that he has there just like mm. a standard sort sure. of turntable same, same as mine that's yeah because really? he said let's put it this way he said if it doesn't sound good on these turntables it's not going to sound good on any turntable exactly. right yeah. mm. so sure he, he we he made a couple of drops we listened to it and it started turning out really good. There was just a couple, couple of things here and there that needed adjusting, like some of the high frequencies just need a little bit of a pull down. But other than that, it was pretty much good to go. Then he got a proper uh, acetate lacquer out, and he cut me what's called a reference lacquer. Pressing. Yeah, which is here. Well, it's not a pressing because it was cut difference yeah yeah mm-hmm. so this is this is this is That's for right, reference yeah. only right so i wrote i hand wrote all that mumbo jumbo on there right but this you can take it home it's not recommended that you play this very often this is supposed to be mainly just for reference listen to it yep. if it's good enough to go you know one or two complete listens and then you should put it away and that's the end of it and if yeah. it's good he takes a 14 inch this is a 12 inch like mm-hmm. a proper 12-inch, but they cut it on 14-inch, which is a bit bigger, right, for the final. And then when it's done, they ship it off to New Jersey where all the metal parts are done, and it gets sent off to the pressing plant, and I await my black and turquoise blue colored vinyl version of Ooh, yeah. the album. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah there's, I mean, cool. there's still electroplating to go to make the stampers and all of that, yeah. you know, which is really cool. It's just nice, you know, obviously I'm, I'm still into your CD, Mark, so, I, you know, every chance I get to kind of bring it up and just, you know, hopefully people who uh, haven't heard it get interested in it. But, you know, as collectors, to actually hear about the process of how something goes in. Many of us have owned acetates, you know, and to hear what they're used for, their purpose, and how they're created, they're still created very much the same way as they were in the early 70s when Kisses, you know, first ones were, you know, without a lot of the electronic. I mean, they would have been using, watching red dials, right? Or or oscilloscopes, if I can say it correctly, you know, to check the frequency boundaries of what Mm -hmm. they were looking for coming in. So that's very cool. So let's move on. And last week, Lonnie and I did an episode about Julian's Adventures in Reno. Uh, Thank you very much again for hosting that, Lonnie. It was a little bit like two hosts in one show at times. But, you know, we've had a thousand views of that. So I think people really enjoyed the opportunity to, you know, see a lot of the and hear a lot of the multimedia that was captured for that episode and really dig into kind of my opinion on the show. Ken and Mark weren't able to join uh, at that time. So we're going to, you know, kind of revisit and pick up where we left off um, talking about Kiss Live in 2017. Kiss has now arrived in Europe. They played their first show in Moscow. 
on uh, May Day, and mm-hmm. uh, that one went pretty well. That show is already up on Dime, and so is the one from Reno, for that matter, now. Um, so people can go out there and hear these shows. I listened to Moscow yesterday, and I thought the recording wasn't as good as Reno. It's a little bit more distant. Um but you hear a lot of the same things with uh, particularly Paul's voice, again, being the elephant in the room. Um, and some of the video out of Finland. Have any of you been watching, Lonnie, have you been watching Facebook today waiting for any news? Yeah, I have. Um, Helsinki. Um, on my uh, two monitors here at my desk, you know, I've, I have work going on one and kind of kind of updating Helsinki on the other one. I <laughs> want to get a spare moment just to see what's doing. So it looked like it was the same same set list as Moscow. Um, I was really interested to see if they if they were to switch anything up or move anything around or insert anything or delete anything because you know and, and we've seen it before when tours kick off that the first couple shows are really kind of a, especially the first couple shows of, of a tour especially with Kiss right now who hasn't really toured much at all um, for the last six months or so you know they kind of try some things out and see well that didn't work you know just to see if they thought something didn't really work real well in Moscow or not, and then take it out. But they stuck with the same set list, which was inter- which is interesting, and it's not at the same time because Kiss has really become, you know, pretty pretty set in what in what they're doing. So it was interesting that they kept it the same, that nothing got moved around after the first show of the European tour. But yep, that that's. That's really cool. One of the great things I heard out of uh, Finland today, I, I haven't verified this yet, was that they did Tears Are Falling at a meeting. Oh, really? and, I was, and I was like, I was like toddler temper tantrum guy. I was like, but, but, but <laughs> they, didn't, right away. <laughs> they, they didn't do that at mine. You, you bastards. Uh, right. You know, Ken, have you been watching Facebook today to see what's going on? Yeah, just poking around looking. I mean, it looks like, I mean, I saw the pictures of the arena i mean they're, they're packing them in you know pretty good obviously and you know they don't go there every year or anything like that but still it's nice to see that they can you know still uh fill an arena big arena up um but as far as the the set list um yeah uh, it's what the same as the moscow one uh, right so um, it would be nice if they threw some other things in. It's close to the Reno show, though, right? The set list. It's very close it's, to that one. It's very, yeah. clo- it's very close. It does not it's have like hide your heart. Hide your heart, which oh, um, that's I'm weird. Disappointed in that. And actually, it'd be cool to have Crazy Nights and Hide Your Heart in there. You know? Yeah, yeah. That was cool about that Reno set. So instead of that, you know, they basically switched out Hide Your Heart for I Was Made for Loving You. And the one thing mm-hmm. I, that that was the first track I listened to yesterday of Moscow, and I put a, a brief sample of it up in the uh, Helsinki thread on the FAQ, and you can barely hear Paul at the beginning of that. He is like so low. They come into the first chorus, and everyone else is loud. So I mean, he's really mm. trying to keep control of his voice there, and I it, it, it was very noticeable. I wish they could have boosted his volume because he was doing well. I thought, and uh, you know. I, I actually overlaid quite a bit of the show with an audience track to try and get a better feel for it in person. I thought I thought it's, it's, it sounded great. It's got the same weak parts as ever. Mark, what have you been finding for Facebook today? Well, I've been uh, I've been looking through all kinds of uh, different files and stuff like that for uh, the shows, and like I mean, they have a 4K version of the Moscow show up on YouTube, Ooh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, the whole show so, is actually I yeah keep forgetting to download the whole that. entire show is on there, and it's really good. You know, like let's put it this way: we already know what the flaws are going to be. We know Paul's having difficulty with his voice, and it's not going to be the same as it was back when you know a couple of years back or even ten years back. But it's still an entertaining show. They've you know they've done a few different things. I mean, Gene's going up there into the rockers now for War Machine instead of the usual kind of you know whatever he usually does it for. And uh, I think they changed Paul's "I'm Coming Out and See You" song as well. Usually it used yeah. to be Love Gun. I don't think he's doing it on Love Gun anymore. He's doing it on something else because Psycho Circus. Yeah, that's it. Because he also really goes out. Yeah, because he's also out there on that rotating platform for uh, Black Diamond as well. He starts the song out there and you know, oh, yeah. spinning around there and the light disco bulbs going all nuts and stuff, right? But I, I thought overall the show was 
what I expected of a first show. There was a little bit of sound issues. You know, sometimes I found out uh, Eric Singer's drums were a teensy bit low in the mix. But, you know, all these things are adjusted on the fly. It's the first show. It's new gear sometimes when they're bringing this stuff on tour. So they have to work out some of the bugs sometimes. So you can't expect it to be how it's going to sound, you know, 20 shows in either, right? So I think it was pretty good. Yeah, there's some concern about Paul singing again. But, you know, he entertained the crowd. The people were into it. I thought Gene did really good. You know, I thought Tommy played pretty good. Uh, you know, he had the same sort of shtick with his solo again. But whatever, it's just Kiss. What are you expecting? He's not going to come out and, you know, I don't know what they're expecting. He's not going to come out in a in a hot air balloon and go in the middle of the crowd and do his guitar solo like that out there. You know, he's going to do what he normally does, right? So, and They're not reinventing the wheel at this point. Yeah, right? exactly. That was, a, that was actually a proposed special effect on one of the tours, a balloon that they could put on a string and send across and shoot down. Send across oh, the Oh, really? Arena. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I... Shoot <laughs> the balloon down? Yeah. Or shoot... Yeah, shoot like, the balloon down. Go to down. Germany and shoot a Zeppelin down? Wow. wow. You, know, I, you I, went I, there, didn't you? You had to go there. Wah, wah. Yeah. So... Yeah, but I thought it was pretty good. I, I thought that for a first show, I thought they did pretty good. And you know me, I'm usually one to pick out everything and start, you know finger pointing at everything so i thought it was pretty good so i thought that was really unusual that you know to have paul doing the flying bit for uh you know psycho circus you know and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah i'm downloading that, Never done uh, that. that 4k show right now i'm like i'm gonna watch that later um yeah but it looked like and this is what surprised me the most we, when we spoke last week lonnie i was saying how uh, spartan the stage was it basically looked like a bunch of plumbers pipe you know and right. that, and with some uh, flash pots and you know that the stage is pretty spartan in europe as well i've I've got to say i'm just looking at a picture on the faq thread right now there's a great shot you know they've got the kiss army banners what was what i said was missing last week there were there were Mm -hmm. no kiss army banners so at least i know they only got two and they had already been sent to europe um the other thing is it's it's very similar to the las vegas uh sorry to the reno stage in that kind of metallic effect stuff though there weren't the video mm-hmm. screens flashing kiss logo like mark's showing you right now uh between the border but what other people have noticed is the cherry pickers are absolutely mm. mammoth um and so on so they probably bought them from motley crew from <laughs> their farewell <laughs> tour uh but lonnie after us talking last week what, what do you think about the stage that they've yeah taken? i was i was glad again i was glad to see those kiss army banners in the background that's just really adds to it especially when like the band's getting ready to come out and, and the black kiss curtains down and you have the kiss army banners on each side it just mm. feels like you're in your element as a kiss fan you know what i mean and even when the, the show's going on those army banners on each side it just it makes you proud to be there in my opinion but again with the um the, the just the just an empty stage it really isn't very very kiss like um that there's not something going on i was really hoping that since they're wearing the creatures outfits that they would have (laughs) some kind of resemblance of a creature stage with the tank i mean we've been Mm -hmm. fans have been asking for the tank for years it would have been um great to see a full-fledged version of it i mean we got that mini version of it on the cruise but to see a full-fledged creatures type stage with the creatures outfits i thought would have i think really would have gotten hardcore kiss fans at least excited um but kiss being, but average, kiss, kiss being kiss they probably would have based it off a german tank and shown up in moscow and panzer panzer tank yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this isn't a good taste that we do <laughs> too much to war Zepp- machine <laughs> to the zeppelin but you know it 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 would have been great to see it um and, you know, the average Kiss fan might have just looked at the average Kiss fan might have just looked at it and says, "Oh, well, that's a really cool, cool stage. Look, the there's a tank mm-hmm. on the stage." But like the hardcore fan would have mind would have exploded if that curtain would have dropped and there's the creature stage recreated with the creatures' outfits. Yeah. Yeah. So but you know what? That that's that's one of the things though that maybe we're not keeping in mind here though is when was the last time they played Russia, right? Like I mean. Maybe to them, all these people that are in the audience now could be newcomers to Kiss in concert in general, 
And to mm-hmm. them, every anything will be like absolutely fantastic. I mean, I know they've been to Europe quite a few times, so it's not like it's going to be totally new to people around Europe. But you know, they don't get to see Kiss as often as we do in America, North America here, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So when was the last time in Russia? Um, I think two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah, Saint Petersburg, Moscow. God, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were they were in Finland in 2013, so you know it's been a good few years. I'm just looking at uh, Saku, is uh, who, who posted about Tears Are Falling. He did his uh, meet and greet with the band, and they're using a pretty cool background this time. And Gene actually, he obviously passed the T-shirt test because the band actually looks like they're not uncomfortable with him in the picture. So that that's very neat. But. <laughs> Yeah, and Mark, thank you for showing me the uh, the intro to the show because they're doing the same old, same old, coming down on the the hovercraft. What I liked immediately mm-hmm. about the entrance was Paul's playing his flag guitar on the entrance, yeah. so he had mm-hmm. he had the Russian flag one, and I gotta say it looked neat. Um, as much as I hate the gimmick and it's just stage play, ten thousand dollar guitar shit, which just mm-hmm. bothers me. It's cool how he's doing it. So straight off the bat, someone who's going to buy that, which will probably be some $10 billion oligarch who uh, didn't actually go to the show, paid someone to go for him to pick up his guitar so he can hang it on the wall. Um, you know, they're going to see the, their guitar first thing that, you know, at the beginning of the top of the show. Um, I think they were saying that in Helsinki tonight, the, uh, the, the, uh, the backdrop came down early or something screwed up at the beginning of the show. So, you know, Ken, thoughts? I think I think yeah. I think why the the stage is so sparse or or what you know maybe it's Las Vegas or like you said Reno um, is this they they can't afford or don't want to spend the money to to bring a stage uh, ship a stage over uh, to Europe somewhere you know um, and they got that way too back in you know like the eighties when they were having trouble and. Um, trying to, you know, bring stages over there. Um, I can't yeah, remember though that they did bring Budokan. I remember that there was something about that. I remember in, in that Budokan DVD that they have on the Kissology when they're playing there, they said that apparently they just uh, had a drum kit given to Eric Carr from Tama there or Ludwig or whoever was with them. He he constructed it there a few days before the shows. They just put all the stickers on it, and then they just rented like every possible Marshall cabinet on the island, and brought it on stage, and that that's how they constructed their their stage. You know, like I mean, they probably didn't want to haul all that crap over because it car you know cargo costs a lot of money. I don't know if people realize that. Like if you're shipping oh, yeah. over a whole bunch of gear over, look at look at the best thing I'll give you. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off, Ken, but the best hey, video if you want to get a good sense of this, Iron Maiden, their last couple of tour videos that they've put out. On the DVD, they have a good bonus documentary all the time showing the, the, the planes that they use, the Ed Force Ones, and how they pack it and bring their own stuff and what they can and what they can't bring. And you'll get a good idea of why they do that or why they can't bring what they can't bring, you know. And it's a good thing to watch because then you'll get an idea. Well, now I know why they don't have this or they did, couldn't bring Eddie to this part of the world and they did here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw that. I think I know what documentary you're talking about because that's a real good one. Flight um, six from, six. From years back. I, that's I think that's it. Yeah, that There's one. There's a couple and, of them that they had late then. Yeah, yeah. So it was very interesting. It was a good video. But uh, the other thing is uh, the stage. I think they're due for hopefully if they come back to do a U.S. tour this year or next year. That I think they're due for a stage change. Need to need to do a little bit of uh, some new design. I think yeah, I think you need something. Says no. I want something. I want something a little flashy and. Uh, no, I want I want the revenge tour. Original. Stage. I want something original. You know, oh the very first stage. Oh well, yeah, if you're gonna head the first stage. Use the first uh, the outfits from the that you know. Let's go back. If you can go, you do creatures outfits. Let's go back to the uh, first album outfit, first tour. Yeah, those those were very comfortable. Why not? In, ter- in terms of staging, if they do anything in the states, I'd like to see them kind of update the uh, revenge stage and get that out of storage, unless it was broken down for scrap or sold on eBay. You know, except for the flip flipping finger. Part. No, no, you gotta have that now. She gotta have two arms. You know, 
to the rest of the world. Yeah, just that's, that's really good. FT, FTW. Um, <laughs> you know, because then then I get to see the the Revenge tour stage, and I'm happy. So yes, yes. Well, yeah, you've never seen it, so. Okay. And and if you mix if you mix the Revenge outfits with the I mean the Revenge outfits with the uh, I can't mm. speak for shit. The creatures uh, outfits of the Revenge stage is I think. Lonnie, thank you for hosting. Said. Take over. <laughs> That'd be a great yeah, that, combination. That would work, actually. That. Those are kick-ass outfits, but that revenge stage? Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yep. yep. Actually, take over, Lonnie. I got the door. All right. Julian's probably has a gift from Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that'd be cool. I mean, if you're talking about recreate, I mean, if we want to talk about recreating some stages, we we mentioned creatures want to be cool, but I think three, just aside from how you may or may not feel about the revenge album, I think the revenge stage is one of the cooler stages they ever brought out though. I think that'd be, and it's not necessarily specific to the album, like hot in the shade was they, they could, they could tour with that revenge stage today and it, it would still look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they had, they had all those little catwalks and had a little old style light with that, you know, those old street signs underneath it and stuff. It oh, looked like, yeah. a, like, like an old decayed, oh you know, city or something that they were playing in, right? And right. I always thought that that was a good design, too, because they had microphones all over the place all along the stage, so you, could, you would never be out of position for backing vocals. And I, saw, I thought that was always pretty smart to do stuff like that. That was really great, too, because that's back when, more when they were running around on stage, too. And, you know, no matter where they were, they could pick up the, they could pick up the, the backing vocals no matter where they were, and they didn't have to rush back to a certain position. So, yeah, But no, no Julian, exactly. I... What did you get today? Oh, Gene Simmons. Oh, All right. I owe you money. Yep. Julian. I got I got three. <laughs> There's got to be someone else with us. I don't know who who yet, but uh, oh okay. What I miss? What are we talking about? We're still going off your idea with the revenge stage. <laughs> that's a great idea. Of course, that's what we're talking about. Are you kidding me? You know, yeah, I, I was I was watching. Um, I think I switched topics that quick. What was that <laughs> that last Rush DVD, Mark? Uh, that, that basically was the last tour, and it start their stage sets started at the end, and worked back oh, yeah. at their, at their most recent. So it was uh, Clockwork Angels, back into Snakes and Arrows, etc. Yeah. You know, working back to Working Man, um, you know, for their very last show in Los Angeles, and then right after that they played like twelve bars of Garden Party or Fancy Dancer. So the the pre, you know, one of the four songs that they cut uh, along with uh, yeah. Not Fade Away and. I, yeah. never, I never remember the B-side of that single. So, you know, Kiss can never do anything really like that because of the stages that they've had yeah, have yeah. been so dynamically different. But it would be really cool in a way if they do tour in the United States to try and bring some of the elements of tours gone by, you know, back into the picture. I mean, you've got the really massive backdrops with uh, Miss Liberty or whatever she was uh, for Revenge. And Leon could always be done as a backdrop, so that you're not lugging yeah. around yeah. a mechanical, yeah. <clears throat> you, know, like, you know, with a Velcro mouth yeah. for them to cut the, you know, something very spinal tapish. You know, I'd like to see the the band pulling out some of these elements. You know, even you know maybe the crazy nights, the metallic, you know, the, the big like saucer kind of that uh, surrounded Eric's drums. You know, for that, it, it would be nice to see them doing something a little bit more involved than recent stages. And, you know, Reno, understandably, for the sort of gig <clears> that it was, I wasn't expecting much. You know, at, that's as close as I'll ever get, I guess, to feeling like I saw the band in 1974 with not much of a uh, show and just a, a, a drum lifter. Um, and no, no cherry, were there cherry... Yeah, there were cherry pickers, but, uh, you know, it was very... Yeah. You know what, though? It's funny that you mentioned about, you know, how Kiss can't do that kind of a stage show like, like Rush did. But you know what they could do is the same thing with kind of what Yes is doing this summer for their tour. They have something coming out called Yestival, where they're doing a tour with a bunch of other acts. But their big thing that, that all Yes fans are going crazy over is that they're going to be playing one or two songs from so every album that they put out from the very beginning to that point they're playing at least a song or two off of it now i know kiss fans if they heard the 
they're going to do a tour where they play one or two of every record from, let's say, Kiss to, let's say, Asylum, people will be loving it because you'll be hearing so many possible songs that you didn't get to hear before. Why not just do that? That doesn't require any bringing of any extra equipment. That's just you learning songs, right? So. Yeah, but when Julie and I were going through the set list from, from Lena, Rena last week, we were going through it and we were like, well, like, what was it? Like the first eight songs almost were like eight songs <laughs> off of eight different albums. Yeah, I mean, it was really impressive when you when you dissected it and went through it like that. Because they had Hydra Heart, you had Crazy Nights, you had Douche, you had Shattered Out Loud, you had there were and there were a few others in there too that I'm not even that I'm not that I'm not thinking of. But people, like but people were happy about that from what I remember. Oh, yeah. They were saying, "Oh, Psycho wow, Cir- this is Psycho great. Circus." That's you know, that's there, there's another one off a different album. Say yeah, another one off a different album. They touched on quite a few different periods of the band. But still kept it in a sense where the core fan, where not the core fans, where the casual fan is still happy because I'm still hearing the songs that, a few songs that I do know when I walk in the door. Oh. Oh. Hey. Hello. Hello, stranger. How are you? Hi there. It must be very, very late, and your ears must be very, very numb. But I feel great. <laughs> so, joining us from Helsinki, Alan. Thank you for the show. Hey, Alan. Hi, Hi Alan. everyone. What's up? Good to be here. So, we've just been analyzing YouTube video from Helsinki of Moscow, but. It's uh, pathetic, we are. <laughs> you, you know, and, and now our video is going to jump around a little bit with all of us on the show. So, um, you went to the show tonight in Helsinki, is, is that right? And. Uh, did you go to Moscow, or is this is this the first show that you've got? No, no I, I arrived in Helsinki this afternoon, and I went to the show tonight. So that, that's my first show of the of the tour. You, the, their second. You, you must be tired. It's yeah, it, I am tired, <laughs> but I'm 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 glad I I was actually the most tired was during the show. Now I'm feel, I I actually feel fine. I, I it's 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 wake up time for Tokyo, but it's one thirty a.m. now after. In, in Helsinki. So uh, I, I don't want to keep you on too late because it, it, it's uh, obviously already late. Let's get your thoughts on the show. What, I went to one a couple weeks ago and I, I did a long episode last week where I sang the praises of still seeing Kiss live in 2017. Um, yeah. how, how do you feel? You've just flown from Japan to Helsinki to see them. Tell us about the show tonight. Well, maybe you can see the grin on my face. That that says it all. <laughs> it's it's always it's always fantastic to see them. Um, and uh, yeah, you 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 just realize that you know the band I picked up in 1979. I'm lucky enough to see them again in 2017. And just seeing them, you know, being close to them and watching them, and hearing the songs we all know, it's just. It's just a great feeling. That's 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 my uh, that's my first uh, my first impression. Um, I I'd never seen the, the show with uh, the the screens like I I'd never seen that. I I, I missed it in in Japan to 2015 and so to me it was a first and I, and I and I and I thought it, it looked it looked great. Um, I don't know if you know I don't know about the cranes you know the the the, the, the lifts mm-hmm. they're they're yeah, very yeah. different now. I don't know if it's new. I, I, I didn't know. You know, they're sort of kind of crossing each other towards the end, and they're going yeah. really, really. They, they looked really big, and we'd mentioned that earlier that uh, some people think that they're the same ones that Motley Crue used on their farewell tour because they extend out far over the audience and then do the kind of the X, the crossover, which is really cool to see Kiss doing as well. Yeah, 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 and so they're really close to the um, the. I, would, I wouldn't say the, the first floor, but the, the, the people in the audience, on, not on the floor section, on the first floor, they're really, really, almost really t- touching, touching them, and it's uh, it's it's a great effect. And uh, I thought that was that was very cool for for the audience. M- much something new, something something fresh is is uh, is, is great. Yeah, anything different. Now you it was Hartwell Arena, right? Um Yes. And and you walk up to this and on either side of the entrance weren't there like these gigantic uh like pillars or we saw some pictures of Paul Stanley posing in front of these statues with uh kiss yes, masks yes, that, on. That, 
I, I I was just there after the show. It's actually at the in the, in the city center. They're at the train station. They're uh, the four people. I guess they're they're famous in Finland. I'm I'm sorry. I I'm not familiar with them. But yes, they they put masks on those statues at the, the stock uh, Helsinki train station. Okay. And it's a it's it's a really big. Uh, they were actually showing footage of the band being there before the show started. I guess there were maybe news footage. Um, so yeah, everyone's going there, and when we were there, there were fans posing under the under the mask. So it's it's really cool. There was a after show party at a at a at a club nearby the station. That's why I I was I was still awake and and I and I could come. They, they had a, some uh, his army Finland had a party. So that was really cool. So. Lonnie, why don't you ask get some everyone else get some questions in for Alan oh. as well, so I don't di- dictate. No. Do you, so, want, do you want to see, do you want to see the tour program? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah sure. Well, well, anything I was going to ask, it's better than anything I was going to ask. Him. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there they are. You've probably seen them. Yeah, I saw the, the cover. world tour. Yeah. And it's and it's I would say remarkably inexpensive. It's fifteen euros. Wow, that's wow, that's pretty good. That's about fifteen dollars or yeah, so. Seventeen bucks. It has. Surprising. Uh, I don't know. Would probably say maybe forty pages or so. It has the. Uh, this is the central cover. Nice. The central the centerfold, so to speak. I don't know if I can find. I haven't seen it. I just I'm just digging out of my bag and I have a chance to to flip it myself. But there are some pictures oh, of that. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good picture. I like good that. <laughs> yeah. So it's good quality. Good quality and, and relatively inexpensive for a tour, for a kiss tour program, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah fifteen euros is dirt cheap. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Okay, what else? Um yeah, some cool. cool that's a, that's another good one, Eugene. Nice. I like that. It reminds me of a little bit of the actual Preacher's like, tour book. Be, oh, my amazing. That is That is good. I think yeah. I think they replicated the background. They're, they're, yeah, it's it reminds me of the Preacher's tour book. The yes, way they've yes. done some things in there. Vini, right? It has the same. That's interesting. That's a good idea, though. Right. Let's see if I can flip faster. That's Eric. Can you see? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a yeah, good one. Yeah. That's a it's nice. I wasn't planning on getting this, but uh... looks but like it's worth getting. A spare. <laughs> yeah, looks like it has a spare. <laughs> Plus, you need to scan it into PDF. Well, I always, I, I do always do that. Uh... Cool. There you go. There they are. Well, I hope I hope the video stayed on you with Skype. We just never know how it's going to flip around. And if perchance <laughs> it went to one of us ooing and eyeing while Alan was flipping, we do apologize. But we certainly oh, yeah. we, we certainly enjoyed the uh, yeah the, the flip to buy your the own, book. And uh, all, all you can say is my reaction. I think probably says it all, as does all of ours. We were mm-hmm. ooing and eyeing, because. and there are a lot of really cool photos in that. So. Good job to the guys yep. who put that together as well. Can't wait. I'm hey, gonna yeah, get that's one. a nice little sneak peek. I think that's more than anybody's seen of that program so hey, far. Hey, Alan. Hey, yes. Alan. Did they? Did they? What were, what were the T-shirt selections like? Uh, they were. They had how many? There were about five or six different uh, motives. I I didn't buy any. Um, I, I saw but, a picture uh, of them. Someone posted a picture of the uh, yeah. The I seen the I saw the more and, merch and those those uh, those shirts. I don't think I would have bought any of those shirts. Uh, yeah, they had they have the 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 European tour dates at the back, and it, they're they're kind of generic. I would say nothing. To, not their not their best. Nothing yeah. to write home about. What what was there any like standout kind of merch things there that people would have went whoa like impressed with or. No, the, it, the, I was actually surprised the the merchandise store was was relatively small i i uh, compared to japan when you you know you have uh <laughs> you have from definitely double the size definitely mm-hmm. here the, the, it was a very small very small stall um they had uh, the the uh, the drum heads they had the sticker the sticks drumsticks um they had caps 
um, and uh, the, the the usual T-shirts. But uh, no, I did I didn't uh, I didn't buy any of those. So let's talk a, a little bit about the show itself. Um, Lonnie and I last week when we went through the set list that they did in Reno. I was amazed that we got through about eight songs and there have been eight albums, you know, you know, eight different albums, uh, a very diverse selection of songs. Did you did you enjoy the set, number one? And uh, it, it pretty much the same as Reno, just with uh, Hide Your Heart being replaced by I Was Made For Loving You and a little bit of the order change. How do you like the, How do you like the music? Um, I, I think it works. Uh, the obviously as gene said in, a, in an interview they have to play the classics and they're not going to uh to 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 vary so i was surprised to see lick it up so early in the in the set um i was glad to hear flaming youth because i it's not the one that you hear often i know it's maybe a standard now but it's always a it's always a pleasure to uh to to, to hear that one i think they played it on the cruise but i'm i'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not 100 sure and uh, yeah the the uncle there's no, there are no spoilers. Is that okay? I mean, I think everybody knows by now. Yeah, yeah. we're we're, we're assuming yeah. that it was the same set as Moscow, and you know we don't okay, have okay. we don't have confirmation yet. Yeah, that that's the case. But I, I I didn't I didn't see anything about Moscow. I didn't want to have any uh any. I wanted to have mm. the, the surprise, but I was I was about to leave after Rock and Roll All Night. Really? Because that's where all the explosions go, and then they come back on stage and they do Detroit Rock City. I was made for loving you. Oh, so they and, they, uh, they changed things. So they oh, switched they changed it, it. Okay. So then they end with Black Diamond at the end of the, at the, end of the encore? Was... No, after, at the end, after Black Diamond, they, they, they sing into Rock and Roll All Night, and then there are all the explosions yeah. and the confetti, and then you think it's over, but they come back for Detroit Rock City, I Was Made for Love in You, and... Oh, they changed it, yeah. What's the third one? Did they, or maybe they finished with I Was Made for Love in You. Wow, that that would be yes. I think they, they end with I was that's made. interesting. Yeah, that's where I was made. Yeah. Yeah, because on Moscow it says they have Let Me Go Rock and Roll, Psycho Circus, Black Diamond, and then Detroit Rock City. I was made for loving you and Rock and Roll Night. Yeah. Oh, that was absolutely not like that tonight. No. They, oh, cool. Excellent. I wonder if it. it that's very it interesting. Sounded, it almost sounded like a mistake because you know Rock and Roll Night, the confetti and all that, and then. I'm, I'm on my way. I even saw Shannon leave, and then they come back on stage for two more. It was, uh, huh. I don't know, maybe it was a, 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 a screw up, the, I don't know, I don't know, but it was bizarre. So did uh, did Paul fly tonight during Psycho Circus and go out to the mini stage then? Yes, that's right, yes, and, and, uh, and he played Black Diamond as well, so he played two songs there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, here on yeah. Setlist, I'm looking at Setlist FM, they did end with, I was made for loving you, that's crazy. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Wow, that is, that well, is... it was a great. There, there was a great moment with the Kiss Army Finland. We actually, four of us, we held a, a, a woman in a wheelchair during "I Was Made for Loving You," because she, <laughs> she, she was at the back, and and when she heard the song, she went crazy, and her friend lift, lifted the wheelchair, and and I was just behind, so I, I lifted the wheelchair too, and we we all uh, held up the the wheelchair for her during that song, and it was it was yeah. great and and a really good performance too. Very good atmosphere. Very uh, the, the arena was 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 full. I don't know if you've seen pictures. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, no picture of that. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was filled. So it was uh, a good night was had by all, as they say. So <laughs> I want to hit you for a couple of your high points. What right now is your best memory of this performance of this show? What is the one thing that jumps into your head uh, that is a wow? Well. You know, this is actually my 40th show today. Wow! Wow! So, That's awesome. So, you know, I've I've seen I've seen a lot, but I, I will remember. Um, I will remember a, a very tiny thing is that it, it's a it's a never before seen footage during Flaming Youth. You know, they're playing a video during Flaming Youth. Yeah. No, I didn't. And and. Okay, uh -huh. so they they they're they're watching uh, they're they're showing pictures and and footage. Yeah. There's a very rare Peter Chris live 1974-ish footage that's that's played during yes exactly that's played during that uh, during that that moment. So hmm. we need we need to get to the bottom of that first. Interesting. Uh, other than that, I I love the, to hear Flaming Youth because it's not a song you hear often. No. And um, 
the the highlight yes i think uh i think probably probably would be uh um i was made is a great song to finish a, a concert with that's different now yeah, yeah. I, I'm still, I, you know, I, I can't kind of process that so far. I'm going to have to hear the show. Uh, hopefully someone taped it so that we can uh, you know, listen to that and get a feel for it. How did you enjoy and stuff like uh, Say Yeah? Special mention for Crazy Crazy Nights. I also I also really like it. I think it works very well in, a, in, in the crowd. What I was going to say, Say Yeah, I think could have been replaced with something else. Hmm. That's, oh, yeah. that's, kind of, that's kind of my feeling that that's going to be the first one that kind of disappears from that set unless yeah, the, uh, unless the audiences really get into it and start you know helping yes. Paul and you know yeah, they, they, have a lot, they have a lot of uh, pyrotechnics for that one but, and I and I uh, and I saw that uh, hide your heart was uh, was written on the set list but they didn't play it obviously hmm. so uh, they I don't know they they seem to have uh, done really last-minute decisions tonight. I'm not sure, but you think um, there was some kind of curfew or something, or? <laughs> uh, it it kind it felt it, it it could have been because as I said, you know, singing quickly from to rock and roll all night and finishing, and then they're I don't know they, I don't know what they were thinking. It it, it's, it it looked a bit bizarre. Yeah, they they were late also setting up because the the curtain failed uh, twice. Uh, <laughs> up and it, and it fell down. So we were very late. Also, uh -oh. with the, the photo, uh, the, the 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 photo thing was was also very late. So, um, but so you did the meet and greet. You did the meet and greet. I I didn't. No, I I, I arrived too late. I my, my plane landed. Uh, oh. Really really last minute. But uh, I I I was able to do the the photo with the band. Yes. That's good. Cool. Yeah, that was great. It, the, the best one and a half second. <laughs> right. it's, just, it's just too fast. It's just way too fast. You're not realizing what's happening to you. Yeah, that, that's one thing that struck me in Reno is how quickly it goes. You know, even though I had that kind of funny moment that, you know, added two seconds yeah. to my one second. Um, you know, compared to 2003 and 2004, uh, it was much less assembly line back then. You almost had a minute, uh, a couple words with them, and then took your picture. Um, I, I, I got to ask you about Paul. Um, how do you do tonight? Did you? Are you looking for issues, or did you just see a man working hard, working the audience, doing what he's done for 45 years? You know. Yes. Um, at at one point during middle of the show, he goes into the to this this uh, this rap. We don't know exactly where he's going, but he says, um, you know, well, you have your your ass down when you watch TV, and you have your, your your ass down when you when you read the newspaper. But when you rock and roll, everybody stand up, and everybody stood up within two seconds. So only Paul Stanley can have, hmm. you know. I don't know, seven, eight thousand people stand up immediately when he tells them to do it. And he, yes, he gives a hundred percent. Unfortunately, the hundred percent don't doesn't sound good. I have to be honest. But you see, you see that he's he's giving everything he's got, and he's he's still doing, I mean, an incredible job on stage. Unfortunately, the the voice does not does not follow it. it it's it it's it's noticeable. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, he's he's still got the passion and the spirit, and yes, and that is why I commend him and will continue to commend mm -hmm. him for getting up there and trying to work as best he can. I mean, uh, we talked about it last week on the show that there are parts in the songs where he used to sing high or do something, and now there's an explosion while he does it it kind of they're using to mask, <laughs> yeah, mask it. um where they can gene gene i gotta say sounds fantastic as well but he doesn't move as much now does he so nope. uh you know just give us your thoughts on it you you've said you've talked about paul just talk about gene tommy and eric uh just uh, what you feel about their their performances tonight uh, i thought um I thought Gene 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 was uh, was fine. He's he's still obviously he can do you know he can do some his all his 
facial expressions and play with the front row women and play at the same time and do the chorus and not miss a beat, which is which is quite remarkable. Eric, I, I always, of course, doing the, the solid backing vocals, which I think is 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 doing a lot for the band at, at this stage. Yeah. And I and I found Tommy to be uh, to be very comfortable in his role now. I think his uh, his his uh, his suits um, suits him. And uh, he's uh, yeah he's he's much more uh, much more relaxed much more in control. He he, he sang "Shock Me," as you mm. as you probably know. Mm. It's a great song, just a, a classic. Uh, never gets old. Um, so yeah, I think the, the the backing the backing band is uh, is uh, is really is really solid. What about um, did they start the show coming down on the uh, on, on on the little stage? Uh, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know what it's called. And was Paul playing the Finland guitar at the beginning of that? Yeah, um, he did in Moscow. He played the Russian I'm, flag. I'm sorry, you were breaking you up. You broke up, Sean. No, sorry. Um, did he have the Finland guitar when he came down? Yes, yes, yes. He played the he played the the, the, the Iceman with the, the 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 Finland flag for the first two three songs. Yeah, it looks great. Looks great. I have to say. <laughs> well, hmm. What was the crowd's reaction? What was the crowd like? Did they, did they, were they really into it? Was was there a certain part of the show or certain songs that they were really into? What was the what was the crowd in Finland like? Well, it's very different from the South American crowd, I'll have to say. <laughs> there's nothing like. I don't think there's much like a South American crowd. Yeah, no, I I I found them personally. It's my I've I've been in Finland for like six hours, so I I really can't. Uh, <laughs> Be uh, eth- doing any ethnographic work, but I found them very quiet. I think they were very quiet, and of course it got better towards the end. I think they were they, they warmed up when I know, mid 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 show. Paul told them to to stand up, and they stood up. But generally speaking, compared to the the other crowds I've been in, especially in the the floor section, I think they were relatively they were like watching TV. Really, they were like coming here for the spectacle. But again, I, I don't know. Right. It's my first show in, in Finland. I don't know what uh, how how they react usually. But it was very uh, very strange for me to to uh, to observe them as well. But it's, in, it's in, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's 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 in it's interesting to hear that because you hear some places in Europe, like in Scandin certain Scandinavian countries like Sweden, and that they're supposedly very crazy like about it. They they get into it a lot. To hear that in Finland they're much more reserved is kind of surprising, I think. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Maybe it will be very different in uh, very different in Stockholm in in a couple of days. So um, b- before I let you go, you know, because let's not keep you up all night. Thank um, you. <laughs> what what other shows are you going to see while you're in Europe? Um, and and what's your next one? Um, well, I'm I'm I did this this crazy trip for just a few days coinciding with the, the Japanese Golden Week holiday. So I'm just doing two shows. I'm doing, uh, so I did Helsinki today and I'll be going to Stockholm in, uh, on Saturday, on the 6th, May 6th, so those two, and then I'm flying back to Japan. That's great. So, yes. uh, you know, if I, I, I don't think we have any further questions, so why don't we let you go, Alan, get some sleep. Thank okay. you so much for calling in and giving everyone Thank a nice day. My pleasure. Um, Thanks for joining us. And safe journey. So we'll see you again soon, okay? Cheers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Bye, Bye now. Thanks. Bye. All right. Awesome. So that was, uh, that was a treat. Alan, uh, who was not expecting to call yeah. in and it's much better than us analyzing the pictures and what we have from the show. We still have opinions because we're kiss fans, but there's someone who was at the <laughs> show tonight and who would, who would have thought ending a kiss show with, I was made for loving you. That sounds absolutely wild. And also that hide your heart was on the set list, but wasn't performed. So, um, I haven't been over to Setlist FM. I always prefer to uh, get the set lists um, after 23 revisions, which <laughs> if, if they've already got it, that it ends with uh, I was made. Mm-hmm. That's great. So any any other change? It it, but Look it definitely it does sound now. like it definitely sounds like there was something going on with their time curfew because yeah, when, 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 when Alan said that they were running behind on the photos and, and the, like the meet and greets and that the and that the curtain was giving them issues and stuff like that. It definitely sounds like they had to alter a few things to make it within their 
allotted time, right? I don't know. That sounds to me like they got to be nicer to their crew, because the sound's been <laughs> the sound's been messed up in Reno. The sound was messed up in Laughlin. They had issues. They've had issues now in Europe. Um, yeah, it it sounds like they they've got issues. You know, the spotlights aren't where they're supposed to be. Cues seem to be off. So, stay the hell away from the pyro, guys. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I agree, Mark. It looks like it just looks like they. Like they thought that they weren't going to be able to do the encore, so they played Black Diamond and then played Rock and Roll All Night, and then went off stage and said, "Ah, oh, screw it, we're going to go back out and play the two songs we were going to, other two songs we were going to play." Yeah, yeah they did. But I mean, it's really did, what it kind of looks like. They did 20 songs. I mean, they usually don't do that many these days. Yeah, it's just that the way that the ordering was, it definitely kind of points towards them having to make a on-the-fly adjustment because normally they would never end with that. That, and I guarantee you. That'll probably be the last time you'll see them do I Was Made For Loving You Last. I don't think in Stockholm they'll no, do that's, that. That's, that's a unique it, show to see. Is it possible that Paul's doing less rapping to save his voice and, and that's shortening the show a little bit and allowing be. more time? Enabling to play more songs? I don't think it would change the arrangement. Tw- yeah, they didn't do, I don't think they performed 20 songs tonight. I think it was 18 as, as it has been. But, uh, you know, just going to have to wait and see, I guess. But uh, someone did post uh, an Instagram feed of his uh, intro rap to Lick It Up earlier, and that was much shorter than it has been. You know, it's almost it's almost like a monologue at times, but it, it seemed to be much quicker. So, well, they, uh, I mean, you said how many songs they show? I don't know why they show. Oh, okay. I'm thinking they, the they, they, they're, the they're counting they're counting the solos as a yeah. Those, as a those song, aren't but... those aren't songs, guys. So that's not a song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm actually on I'm actually on uh, set list FM, which I don't. Often so it's really answer. 18. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is 18. So it's really 18. Someone was asking on uh, on the board whether they play. Uh, what is it? Won't get fooled again right before the start of the show. No, they don't. They are playing rock and, roll, rock and by, roll. Yeah, by Led Zeppelin right before the show. So there's, if you're not in your seat and you hear that song, get that beer. <laughs> finish that pee and get your ass in your seat actually get your ass in front of your seat standing up for paul stanley you do not sit down at a kiss show which apparently here they tell the finley crust well i mean uh, in reno the bird next to me was sitting down the whole show until the last songs um and then there were two guys in front of us who were sitting down which suited me just fine because i'm a short ass um and i always get stuck as i'm <laughs> six foot five guy in front of me um you know, you don't stand. I stood up until my hip gave out, and that was at the end of the show, and then I sat down. But, you know, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. So there we, there we go. I mean, any, I, I guess, any final thoughts on this? They end a show with I Was Made For Loving You. That kind of makes me want to say, okay, we've discussed this show to death. Let's bring this one to a wrap so I can get this up and live and uh, share it with all our fellow fans. So, yeah. No, it's interesting. I'm interested this. I'm I'm really interested to see Saturday's show to see if 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 Mark's right if it was a time restraint thing or if this is just something different. Yeah, but, and and you know yeah, something else, we'll, Keith has been only very time will tell. Keith has been quiet on Facebook today, so I haven't seen any posts from him. Usually, you'll see something during the show, maybe a set list later. Who knows? Maybe he's still got stuff to show. Um, he's busy. He does have a job to do. So. Uh, you know, I I want to see a set list. I, I love seeing those to see what the plan was, mm-hmm. and then compare it hopefully with a recording. So, yeah, it was a nice uh, tour book that he he showed yeah. there. I think yeah, there's some, some nice those. pictures in there. So yeah, he yeah. The, uh, they sell it on Kiss Online. Or... And it was and it was very interesting how he brought up about the the audience too. How we thought they were very laid back and very you know almost like they were in their living rooms watching a show instead of being at a concert. I'm very curious to see how the difference will be when they play in Stockholm, because I keep hearing like Stockholm is like a big, big hotbed for Kiss. So let's see yeah. how the difference in the crowds will be, right? Is mm-hmm. uh, I wonder if Dan- Daniel's going to... Yeah, I was thinking about Daniel show. when we were talking to Alan. Maybe we can get him the report on the next one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, European correspondence on the FAQ podcast. There you go. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> I, I actually, I believe I did a test Skype with Daniel 
recently, Daniel, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought we'd worked out our technical issues as well, and we were finally able to have a conversation. Oh, it was nice. Whatever had changed, you know, that had become a problem. You know, so this goes for anyone in any city who watches our show. Um, if you have a reasonable command of English and you can, you know, communicate somewhat, or as, if you speak English as well as the Americans, um, you're more than welcome to come on the show. <laughs> Love the Americans. Wow, it's a shot at ten and a half from out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then someone's going to say, "Well, you have seen the grammar in your Kiss album, Focus, right?" Yes. Okay. I'll just shut up. Uh, so you're more than welcome to come on the show as uh, our correspondent for that city. We'd love to, you know, throughout this tour, especially if something interesting happens at one of these shows, like God knows what, uh, you know. They break into the oath and I and say, "This one's for you, diehards. We wouldn't be here without you." And here's one from the elder. <laughs> Not gonna happen, yeah. but you know, we'd love to get your opinions. If it's your first show, that'd be fantastic to get you on to talk. You know, if it's your fortieth, fiftieth, who cares? I mean, you're Kiss fans, so if you're going mm -hmm. to one of these shows, drop us a line on uh, the FAQ on wherever you watch this, and do let us know. We always tape uh, around the same time each week. Uh, but we can try and fit in with a European time frame with a, you know, Friday 9 a.m. Pacific time taping. So let's leave it there, guys, because that's a good, concise episode. Just it's uh, it's tour time for Kiss. It's something to talk about. Um, so, Alan, thank you very much for joining us. S surprise. And Mark and Ken and Lonnie, thank yep. you, as always, for being part of this show. And for you out there for listening, we appreciate it, and we wouldn't be doing it if there wasn't anyone watching. So we'll see you next time. To the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final, there are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the Kiss FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.